it's uh, fancy. It's been a while. It's fancy seeing you guys here. How's it going, gamers? All right. You're still here? Okay. Well, uh, thanks for continuing to watch us. Because I, I know we haven't been watching us for a while because we've been gone. <laughs> I was gonna say, I know I sure as shit stopped giving a <laughs> stopped watching, but you know we're uh we're back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, as you might have noticed, it's uh, on a bit of a hiatus. Uh, uh, we sort of gone and tried to uh sort of just get focused on our own lives. Mm -hmm. Ever since this whole debacle happened, things have definitely changed for both of us. Um. Did you want to start in your, like, neck of the woods of, like, things that may have changed since I hiatus? Yeah, yeah. So, I, um, I moved out. Moved out of my parents' place, finally, at the, uh, ripe young age of 24. <laughs> and getting my own stuff set up took a little bit. Uh, so, it's been, it's been good. I got, a, I got myself a, a nice little apartment now. I spend most of my days just doing bullshit. <laughs> it, it's good that you get it out now. Look, I know people who are still 23 that still love their parents just so they can like leech off themselves. It, it, it's good that you get it out now, and like now you can do whatever you want. It, it feels good to me. <laughs> so, for sure, yeah, for sure. That, that, that's really awesome here. Um, and we. I, I guess, have been, uh, uh, ever since the last podcast, I moved from my old place to more deeper into the jungles of Detroit. Um, and it's, now, it, it's, now it's, it's I'm going to ask the question, uh, the jungle, do you mean anything by that, Caleb? Concrete jungle. That, that's okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> okay, because we're not. We're not. This isn't. This isn't the. This isn't the podcast with three Ks. This is us. <laughs> Thanks for twisting my words, sir. I'm not referring to any certain people. Okay? He took. He took my words and he made a mockery of me. So yeah, uh, I uh, moved into more of a, I guess you can call it a, a house, a more rented house. It's like a two like uh, two story like building where it's like separated between two people. Uh, like uh, my neighbors who are just uh, they're they're your stereotypical uh, white uh, Michigan and their neighbors, but they're pretty cool. So. I, All right. I, I like them. Um, cool, cool. Uh, uh, but we're living more up, up uh, on the upper part of the building, so I unfortunately got the smaller end of the, the straw, where I get the smallest combined uh, room. So yeah, that's perfect, I guess. But it, 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 it's not gonna be very long. Uh, I might have to do the end of this year, so mm -hmm. we'll see about that. Yeah, no, I'm kind of, I'm kind of right there with you. I got the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm renting a room, and uh, my neighbors are great. I love them. 
but I got the smallest room up here, and I also got the one where the internet and uh, cable are all centralized. So when the <laughs> the guy from Spectrum comes in, he has to knock on my door and wake me up out of a dead fucking sleep, and I can't tell him to fuck off, which is right. awful. <laughs> I really like the, uh, some of those guys sometimes. Like, they, they're really cool. Like, um, the, the apartment place that I used to uh, live in, uh, the some of the IT people or the uh, janitorial people, uh, they would just, like, stop me and start conversation, long conversations with me. So, I, I, I like those people sometimes, as long as you can find the right type of people. But, I don't know. Like you said, some of them can just be a bomb. So. Uh, well, it's but, not about uh, being, it's not about being obnoxious, it's about waking me up from a dead sleep by pounding on my door, but... <laughs> right, right, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, I recently got a new job, uh, at a wholesale wholesale mortgage company uh, in my hometown, so... Uh, yeah, Caleb's, Caleb's, Caleb's making big business moves. <sighs> business... Yeah. <laughs> moves? I, I did, yeah. I did moves. <laughs> uh, I, it was just something I, I needed to make a big step. I mean, I, I was working at a gym beforehand, and it wasn't really making much. A minimum wage type job, like eleven an hour, and I, I, I felt uh, during like this pandemic, I didn't know what, when I was going to be able to work there again, and I think I deserve to have a better move. And in, in a way, uh, this whole pandemic was was a little bit of a uh, of a good move for me in a weird sense. Not to lighten like a whole shit show that's happening outside your window, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I started working there now. Uh, I really love my coworkers. I like I said it before. They're the least toxic coworkers I've ever worked with. Like I, I feel like it, uh, working there, there. There's no like. Anyone's trying to spark up the drama because, I, like, like someone told me, it's more of a professional setting. So why would you ever try to make like a, a drama whenever you just walk right in? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I love that uh, type of feeling. Uh, I'm good at my job. Uh, we're just like processing. We, we just uh, we pretty much take your like loan, mortgage, and push that off to like. The, the higher up, so it can be moved faster through the uh, process. So yeah, that that's what I do. So, uh, but I I still haven't given up on like my, uh, my other dreams and stuff like that. So you know, this is just so I can get by. If anything. So. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's it's still it's still a good job. You're not like uh, you're not you're not selling uh, dictionaries door to door. So you know you're doing right. all right. Right. And, yeah, um, that's pretty much what's been going on in my neck of the woods. Uh, I don't want to talk more about my job because they are keeping a close eye on everyone. So we're just going to get off on that. So. <laughs> um, but oh, you, you, anyway, got one of those uh, jo- you got one of those jobs that checks your shit, don't they? 
yeah, if I say one bad thing on social media, you know they're on me, so I keep my mouth shut. I, I like that job, so I won't say anything about it. <laughs> it makes me really happy uh, that my job really doesn't care what I do outside of work. I could say whatever I want. Well, not really. Nice. That's that is a that is a falsehood that I have just told you. <laughs> <laughs> I would think you if they. I, I assume it's a police station. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go around dropping n bombs anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they. I mean, they don't check my social media. So that's good. <laughs> right. Right. At least I don't know if they do. I, I remember someone telling me this really interesting story about a, a guy who was just driving in downtown Detroit to meeting with some investors. He, he was working for like a, a certain car company, I forget which one. Um, mm-hmm. And he says something on the lines of like Detroit drivers are shitty at, uh, for people driving this certain type of car. And the other company that got a whip of it didn't like that statement, and so the next day he got terminated. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's that kind of thing where you watch what you say. You're free on speech, yes, but fuck. <laughs> um, so, yeah, fun, funny story. <laughs> oh, damn. That reminded me. My uh, my dream job is to get into the firearms industry. I want to I want to take some machining courses, get into the uh, the assembly part of the uh, the firearms industry. Maybe even eventually make my way to the testing and evaluation. But I'm gonna have a really difficult time because I tend to trash talk stuff that I don't like a lot, and there's a lot of guns right. I really don't like. <laughs> it, it really is hard to like your feelings about something that you know that it can hurt your social life or like any type of career. So, bless you. Uh, oh, thank God I um, muted that on my end. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, it's we're, we've got to the day and age where like they think to say yeah, cancel culture and. You know, I'm it, it. Every time somebody comes out with something that somebody, oh wait, no, I want to get off of this topic yeah, because this yeah, is going to yeah, take yeah, us yeah, right yeah. where we don't want to talk about the we don't want to talk about chicken dentures. Right, right. Oh God. Uh, um. So hey, speaking of uh, of doing things while we were gone, uh, <laughs> I decided to get back into the video game world. Uh, I opened up the Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, you played video games? Uh, I don't know. What's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's a long story. I have a video game podcast. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give up. I mean, um, I mean that's that's your that's your prerogative. You can play video games, <laughs> but like, why? Because it helps me escape my sad life. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, I, I've uh, opened up uh, back up Horizon Zero Dawn. I think I talked about it on the podcast before me starting it. Uh, well, I stopped it because I just didn't have enough time. Uh, and 
that's one of the things I want to talk about more is are we part are we still in this setting where open world needs to be really really big because I, I think open world gaming needs to like slow down because like there's so many open world games that I want to play but I don't have enough time as a person who actually has like a career or like so, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Kinda... No, thinking, thinking, thinking about it now, like Red Dead Redemption, kind of Red Dead Redemption Two. That was kind of the tail oh, yeah. end of when I was able to jump into a, a open world game fully, because after that, I haven't had enough time to do it. Right, 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 right. And, and, I, and as much as I love uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption, the, the thing they did have in there, so I'm not sitting there like so long. Of course, there's fast travel in every game and everything like that. Uh, but if I want to mm-hmm. get to one point of the map, I just put a marker there and I just uh, let. Uh, they did that one thing where you can just go. Yeah, yeah, you just, you just and you just hold A and it and it places. Yeah, that's nice. Right. If more games did that, that would be more interesting. And put, uh, put, let me do other things while uh, I get to one end of the map, but. It seems like we haven't really done that lately. Uh, things like uh, Spider-Man on PS4. At least his momentum is fast enough to where I can get to mm-hmm. New York and just uh, be able to get through the game at, at my own pace. Yeah, but, yeah. So, anyways, would you yeah. what do you think about what do you think about Horizon Zero Dawn and open worlds? Because it kind of the implication I'm getting is that you're not you're a fan of the game, maybe necessarily you know you're not necessarily a fan of the how big the world is or something. I love the game gameplay wise. Uh, there's just I love the fact that you you're playing it uh, like uh, I want to say hunter traveler or hunter scavenger. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of a using the materials around you to sort of defeat these mechanical. So it, it, it's little stuff like that that I, I like. Uh, but uh, the, the thing I I don't care for is the like amount of time you spend walking from one end of the map to another. You have to like unlock these like fast travels. Uh, but it, in order to use the fast travel, you also have to gather certain materials by like hunting down animals and stuff like that. It, gather food and tools and then you use those resources in order to master I'm not a fan of that All right, I well, get that it's more realistic but I, it's like I don't have enough time mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah uh, uh, but other than that I, I, I'm enjoying the story because the story is getting really interesting uh, to where like uh, be- because they're in a post-apocalyptic world, they have no idea what the guns are, or like they, they consider like the beast like magical, but it's like scientific. So it's a really interesting. Thing that yeah, no, I remember. I remember. Isn't Horizon Zero Dawn supposed to come out for the PC, or has it already? Uh, yeah, it, it, I think it's supposed to be coming out on the PC uh, very soon. Um, and it's just in time for like the sequel to come out. Uh, so yeah, 
it's gonna be really good on me. Yeah, no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check it out. I'm gonna, I'm actually, I'm actually uh, hoping to put a few upgrades into my PC here because I want to be able to hit 60, maybe, maybe a little bit above 60 frames per second for Cyberpunk. Nice. <laughs> I know you want that one GTX uh, series. Oh God. Out, uh, the fucking can we can we talk about the RTX cards for a couple minutes? Those are RTX. ridiculous. <laughs> that is like that is like a black market unto itself now. Yeah, I've seen the, I've seen them going for like one guy on eBay straight up bought one for like ten thousand bucks. You could have just literally bought a motorcycle at that point. I think that that's the comparison I've been doing all, all around. Like it was about that time when. Uh, uh, everyone was trying to pre-order DMC5 uh, and like the pre-order stuff was just like 16,000 or fucking like at that or no no it was like 5,000 uh, for like the jackets and I think one like uh, statue of like uh, the main character so <laughs> yeah no no that that's crazy that that's crazy like they, they have a lot of confidence I mean, it's. I don't know. What do you it's, think? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a, a a filthy little shill for Nvidia, but they do make a pretty good card. I've got a. I think I've got a 1080 Ti in my computer right now, and even with a shitty motherboard and processor and all that, you know, a good card and good RAM, it means my computer doesn't like running fast, but it can do it. Right, 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 right. I I definitely would love to if I made enough money. Get my hands on that kind of uh, graphics card, but one I don't have a good PC in order to run that right now. Mine was like pre-made, and I have no idea how to open it up. Uh, but <laughs> um, it's so, but it, I, and that's a dream. That's just a dream. I, I don't think I'll buy it for that. It, it's the same thing with uh, buying a 4K TV. Do you really need 4K, or do you want? I mean, I no, I could I mean, definitely I could definitely appreciate a 4K TV. Joe, Joe, Joe. But I I would yeah, I would be satisfied with anything. It's just, it's just that. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah. Uh. So moving on. Uh. So speaking of. Um. Uh, I guess post-apocalyptic world stuff. Uh. You, you've been playing a. I've been uh, playing a a literal game. a literal shit ton of Escape from Tarkov. Oh, it has okay. consumed it has consumed my life. Uh, I stack all my containers in real life. I'll put uh, loaded containers of stuff inside loaded containers of stuff, and it it makes the the rat part of my brain scream with glee. Um, <laughs> I I carry a backpack everywhere I go. I fucking it's it, Tarkov is one of those games where a lot of people they see you know because you, your favorite streamers will play it or people you know will play it and you'll see it and it'll be you know guys like fucking General Sam Aqua FPS those types of guys will play it and you'll be like oh that looks fun I'm gonna try it and you get your ass kicked that's kind of how it went for me right. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> so uh, it's an open world it's I, I, maybe not open world it's a battle royale game and I'll say that and it'll piss a lot of people off but it is a, it, it is a BR game. 
Because you go into the map with a bunch of people, and you try to leave the map while surviving the other people that have been placed with you. But the cool part about it, and I think there's one other game that does this, uh, Hunt Showdown, which is another one I wanted to try out. But you you can pick and buy your own gear before you go in, and you keep everything that you get during your raid, during your play session. So it's it's a VR game that's cyclical, and it allows you to move up in gear quality across multiple games. So unlike PUBG, uh, you don't lose your cool vest and your cool helmet after the raid. You just kind of, you know, you, you live to fight another day, I guess. Okay. And the thing about Tarkov is if you're if if you go from being bad to then being decent at the game, you know, maybe you're getting a few kills each raid, you're you got nice enough gear, you're starting to get confident enough to actually put attachments on your gun. Uh that's when gear fear sets in, and that's a whole new level of anxiety because now you're wondering who's going to shoot you and take your shit. So Okay. <laughs> it's it it's the, of like the dark zone. Yeah, yeah, it is basic. It is the dark zone from Division. Oh my god! <laughs> except, uh, except if you get shot in the leg by a high enough caliber bullet, you're limping for the rest of the game unless you actually uh, do surgery on yourself. Oh, so, oh my god. It, that adds a whole new. Uh, I'm telling you, this game goes layers deep. Its realism is kind of. It, it's. I wouldn't say it's a simulation style game. Uh, like Arma, because there's definitely parts of the game that are completely. Uh, uh, yeah, I was just gonna say like it, it's not like Arma or DayZ, like mechanic of uh, you have to like get uh, different materials in order to patch yourself up, but it's not 100. percent I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's I though well, every time I go to describe it to somebody who doesn't know about it, I say, well, do you know DayZ? It's kind of the play loop from that, but condensed into like 40 minutes. Right. Which makes it infinitely more playable, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, it sounds like uh, you, you've been having a bit of a time with that game. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely... I, if, you, if, you like, if you like first-person shooters, and you like the sort of... I would recommend you watch it before you try it, and then maybe, you know, like, try it before you buy it, if that makes sense. Mm. Right, right, right. I, I'm not right. sure you could actually pirate the game. Don't do that. Um, but there's a single-player uh, server emulator that came out. So if you do go ahead and buy the game, you can actually uh, set up the single-player server emulator, update it as the game goes on, etc. That's how I've gotten pretty good. I've learned all the maps just through doing that. So when I go into live games now, I'm not getting killed every two seconds. It's funny that you mentioned that pirating thing. Uh, yeah. Fun fact, though, uh, I, I guess in recent uh, news, uh, Fall Guys came out with a uh, detail about their DLC about um, cheaters. Yeah. Uh, Cheater Island. Uh, they they talk about like how if you're pirating the game, uh, you could end up falling forever, in a sense, which was made to like <laughs> uh, they they were making for cheaters. So, <laughs> and then uh, I heard this one really good story about how um, Batman Arkham Knight had a bit of a disadvantage by putting in a cheating block, 
where if you pirate the game, uh, uh, points in the map you're not able to like hang on to, like you're not able to grapple on certain buildings, and then sometimes <laughs> the icons will send you to pointless areas. And uh, people are, are on Twitter like saying this game's broken. But you can't even, uh, you can barely even glide. And then uh, one of the game devs is like, yeah, that only happens when you pirate the game. <laughs> uh, Rockstar so, did something really similar for uh, GTA 4, if you've ever uh, seen that. They, uh, no. they, make the game, they make the game gradually more unplayable as you go, until finally it just crashes your game. <laughs> so every time you get into a car it'll start drunk drive mode and you'll be swerving all over you know you remember how bullshit that was but it was still fun yeah so you kind of put up with it and then it just starts erasing your saves it stops giving you objectives i think eventually cars lock themselves entirely from you Bruh, oh my god that's <laughs> Before games started implementing the anti-cheat ways, I would definitely start getting into those games. Like, I would definitely get into like Call of Duty stuff if Call of Duty made an anti-aimbot like, uh, system or something like that, where the bullet just hits you every time you try to play Have you ever that, have you played fun. Warzone yet? I have not. I heard it's the shit now. It's pretty good. It's Especially with the gulag or the gulag, probably pronounce that shit. But yeah, that that that's a really good system. I like that. Like mm -hmm. two losers fight to the death. I like that. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, no, I might look into that um, later on. I, I, it's kind of hard to get back into like Call of Duty after being away from it so long. Like, yeah. I think the last Call of Duty I played was Black Ops. Well, no, no, I played Advanced Warfare, but I didn't. Uh, so <laughs> I, and then I think somebody gave me World War Two, and I played the campaign. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, it's going to be difficult getting back into Call of Duty after disappointments of years. So <laughs> it's like uh white people ask like are you excited for this game in E3 I'm not going to be excited for any game during E3 because I know the end result it's either cancelled not exactly what it advertised or something entirely different so <laughs> you know it, yeah <laughs> um, but yeah so uh, moving on uh, hey uh Speaking of falling down a uh, hole of interesting things, uh, I started going back and falling down the SCP hole. Yeah, yeah, awesome. I'm I'm glad for you. It's been a it's been a long time coming that SCP lore uh, would be yeah. dumped on you. <laughs> I I think it started off a little bit small with things like the the, the fucking. The or the rhubarb um, the SCP that, that every time you blink, you fucking uh, it moves. Uh, One seventy-three. So like, yes. Uh, so every time I just thought about that SCP, I just immediately 
put, put Slender Man or one of those fucking uh, if you blink they move type uh, enemies. And I thought like, oh, that that's cool. I guess is that all of that to be? No, it is not. <laughs> it I n- never knew how interesting each creature was in that like like I, I think so far uh my favorite one is the story about SCP Five Thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the uh, invincible suit and that alternate universe where you know, the foundation just went super evil. So <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> um, I I started looking into like multiple videos on YouTube about it. Uh, shout out to like uh, the rubber and those guys. They they mm-hmm. really good animation videos explaining. Each SCP. Uh, hey, have you have you, you seen the have you seen what is it containment or whatever? It's an animated series based off yes, SCP. Yes, I have. All right, cool. <laughs> that is great. I like the um, how they make it so you explore a little bit of the lore of this, uh, but you're in the setting of the main character who cannot die. That's a yeah. great character to have, and. Uh, that guy works really hard for someone who's doing this all by himself. Uh, shout out to that guy. Hard, phenomenal. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I've been enjoying some, like, time exploring, uh, a wiki lore that I, I, I'm never a fan of someone said, check out this wiki. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So that that tells you enough that I I I did some time and did research. All right, dude. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Right. You want to have a good time. You want to relax on a Friday night. You want to. You want to. You know. You want your fucking mind blown, brother. Go look up the uh, the yeah. Disney original. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know where I'm going with that joke. Nowhere no. good, probably. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna take your word. For <laughs> I, I don't uh, like I said I got no fucking clue right uh, but, but but also um, speaking of SCPs uh, I, I you, you want to talk about a certain like person that had connections with SCPs yeah yeah I know uh, I know some of the guys who are working on that live action uh, short film uh, SCP Le- not Legion fuck is it Overlord Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a few of the guys who are working on that. That's that's really awesome. my connection. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, there's also this really uh, interesting, like, step one about, like, uh, Siren Head. I know that's been recorded. Yeah, yeah, Siren Head's not an SCP. That's actually, uh, that's from a, a different artist. Um, I guess really? SCP. SCP. SCP doesn't have a specific artist, but it's uh it's by a, some Canadian boy named Trevor Henderson. He's fucking he's legit. I uh I, I found out about his stuff through like a YouTube channel that was talking about like oh you know look at this crazy look at this art and then I think I think the first thing I ever saw Siren Head was the video that kind of fucked him up for everybody where he's a billion feet tall and he's all walking around and at, at night in the city. Yeah, have you seen you've seen this video? Right. Yeah. yeah. Siren's going off, and he's like fucking 
ravaging a town or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just that. he's just kind of walking around. Well, they also got one where he does the Gangnam style dance, which is uh, it's pretty it's pretty funny. <laughs> that's some uh, that's some gamer humor right there. Fuck, I haven't thought about size <laughs> so many years. <laughs> Ever since like I got it from my daddy, that was the last time I. Ever Fucking Gangnam Style. You think Gangnam Style is a trip? Think about fucking I Can Has Cheeseburger and all those weird old memes. I am glad the... Oh, uh, what does the fox say? Everyone oh, done yeah, that no, thing. it's... So happy. It, it's a relief that that's dead. Because <laughs> it was in, like, uh, junior year or high school or... Like, more likely freshman year, but... Uh, all throughout the halls, everyone was blaring that fucking song. You've been to concerts, so you know how people like mm-hmm. can't let go little memes like that. So yeah, it was a while before everyone got them. Uh, but question then: uh, Is Trevor Henderson the same guy that did all the art for uh, this one specific entity called the Cartoon Cat? Yeah, yeah, he does all those characters. Okay, um, okay that, that's his, cool. His, his thing, I, I, I'm probably super late to the party, I'm just telling people things they know. But his thing is he takes he takes photos of very strange places and he paints stuff into them. And then writes little stories about them, and I love it. It's uh, it's real nice to see sort of a... I, I like that, I'm glad that he's, he's picking up traction, because that means other people might start doing you know similar stuff, which is great. There's a... Right. I'm trying to remember his name, but there's an artist, Oleg something or other, where all of his art feels like it's being shot by a, a shitty, uh, a shitty, you know, disposable camera that you pick up at like Walgreens or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen that. this guy's art, but it's all like, it's all horrible, uh, horrible things, like fucking yeah. monsters and astronauts falling out of space and shit. And it's all done CG as well. So the guy actually works in 3DS Max and uh, makes these, and then he paints over them. I think I'm like, holy shit, that's dedication. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember seeing this one video where uh, they kind of creeped me out. Where uh, it was a creature called the Knocker. It pretty much is the creature would knock on any door, specifically like any uh, restaurant establishment. They would knock on the back door of the <laughs> and whoever like comes out, it fucking uh takes its hooked hand and fucking drags them up the fucking head. <laughs> I was uh I don't know why, but when you said that, that reminded me of the McDonald's creepy pasta. Uh, which one is that one? It's uh it, it's a it's a I think it was written as satire. Um, but oh, today man. you'll never you'll never be sure if anything's satire or not. Uh, it's a right. it's a it's a creepy pasta about a young man who goes to McDonald's at 3 a.m. and uh, finds that he's just walked in and everybody's dead, and that's pretty much the story. It's just he walked into McDonald's and there was dead bodies and blood, <laughs> and he uploaded that to the creepy pasta wiki, which is you know that's good. I I put I speaking of fucking creepy pasta, this is a tangent we don't have scheduled, but honestly, yeah. like I miss. I miss old like I miss when I could enjoy creepy pasta because it's it's grown 
it's so far from what I used to remember it being. Yeah, I can remember my first Sleepy Boss that was supposed to. Um, I, I guess the rake was, was one of them. The rake still um, scares the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a, yeah. I'm a grown man with access to firearms and a, a decent mental state, and that fucking image still creeps the shit out of me. <laughs> I know. That... The thing is, I know I could probably take that skinny little thing in a fight, but just fucking shit, it does not look good. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> no, it, it specifically explains that uh, the people who were watching that, they were just paralyzed in fear. <laughs> that they even exist. I, I don't blame them. <laughs> but, yeah, no, if it's going after, uh, like, one of my infants, of course I'm going to bring in action and fucking kick the shit out of it. <laughs> so, yeah. In, uh, um, in, in Kentucky, we've got a, we've got a town uh, up kind of in the mountains from me that has goblin problems. And I know that sounds like I'm making shit up to be funny, but... <laughs> Uh, there's a there's a YouTube channel called Bedtime Stories. It's a it's a channel that's got amazing art, and the guy just tells you know creepy stories. He's really British. Uh, um, but he was talking about I think it was Whittier or something, Whittier, Kentucky, which isn't that far from me, and how they got fucking underground goblin caves, supposedly, and how this doctor who moved up there got harassed by goblins from the cave and. <laughs> this sounds fucking ridiculous. Uh, well, the the implication is that they're extraterrestrials. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's implied that they're aliens, but saying cave goblin uh, is funnier, so I'm gonna continue to do it. But that's that no, I, 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 that, I already like the thought of them being harassed. Like <laughs> it's not just a normal. Like, <laughs> <they fucking laughs> I'm just imagining some go, some some Kentucky Fried Southern boy. Get out of here, goblin! You you get your ass out of here. Re <laughs> get out of here, Kentucky. <laughs> but no, I was gonna say the reason that it scares me so bad, the rake, is because a it looks like kind of the things he was describing in that story, and b I've been uh, going hiking a lot lately by myself in places that I know I probably shouldn't be going hiking. So yeah, it's... why the fuck are you exploring ruins, sir? I saw that on your Snapchat. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, listen, right? I'm a rat. It appeals to my rat instincts to go to find in into small uh, abandoned places and find stuff. I, I I get it. I definitely do. But my fucking caveman instinct says, "Fuck that! I'm not going back to my three star hotel." <laughs> 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 fucking yeah, no. Uh, that's that's awesome. Like I, I haven't actually had people want to like nowadays. Hey, I'm hey. I'm telling you, I'm telling you straight up. If you ever, it, I know Detroit has an abundance of abandoned buildings. If you ever want to go yeah, look at some, do. I will I will take a weekend trip up and we'll go do that because I there are some spots in Detroit they, that I absolutely need to see. They definitely do, but here's the thing: there are a lot of. I'm not gonna lie. I live here. There are a lot of crackheads. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that that'd be interesting. But if if you get cut, I'm out of there. <laughs> well, uh, so I guess uh, we're gonna put up the first episode of uh, Bum Fights. 
uh, series right. pretty soon here. <laughs> Something hobos, uh, podcast. It's just all the hobos that stabbed us. Hobos without shotguns. <laughs> oh man, uh, someone reminded me about that movie the other day. Uh, they were just like uh, talking about how like um, hobos with a shotgun. Uh-huh. Um, and, and how like um, it's after they watched that uh, movie, their social wing got like changed a lot because they ch- started exposing other people to it, and they're they're <laughs> like, "What the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the fuck is this movie?" <laughs> that is then, it's, um, it, it is weird. It's weird how that movie right. polarizes people. Some people love right. it, and they could accept that it's just like a, a strange. Like, it's not meant to be taken seriously, but some people will take it seriously. <laughs> right, right, right. And they right. see it, and they're like, what is this this filth, this smut? Do, do you think it was the, the burning kid bus that got them? I, 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 would, I, would, I would see that, but... <laughs> well, I was just... I was After... thinking about how, how, like, it's... The first, the first scene is chicks in bikinis dancing in a fountain of fucking blood. <laughs> you cannot take this movie seriously. <laughs> it's just not any blood. It's trailer park boy blood. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Watch it. That's oh. pure. That's pure. That's pure THC oil. Don't fucking touch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so uh, speaking of uh, horrors of the night. I don't know where I was gonna pull that from. Um, uh, I want I got HBO Max, and I someone told me, Caleb, hey, now that you have HBO Max, you should check out Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I've okay. heard, I've heard about this. And someone said, like, uh, on the long lines of like, is this is like the new better game. My holy okay. holy that's shit a, a, okay a, I, I wasn't expect i wasn't expecting that high of praise right right i was like okay that's a big game talk like i know that last season was bad but okay i i, I like going so i decided to jump in i started watching it um and honestly i i'm into it now i i've been there uh i wouldn't say it's better than a uh the Game of Thrones, but I can see where it can be that going on. Because Lovecraft Country is basically following a main character uh, named uh, 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 I think it was Atticus? Yeah, Atticus. Uh, Atticus, who is a uh, uh, who came from the army like, he, uh, he was trying to explore uh, his hometown, his he found out that his dad is just missing. Uh, so, and then as you go on, you realize the world that he lives in is this love fasting horror of a of a, a world because there's like uh, multiple ice beasts uh, in the forest. Okay. And it, it, it also explores a 1950s Black uh, America where everyone is super racist. <laughs> uh, 
it so, it wasn't it wasn't bad enough that we have to take uh eldritch abominations on we also have to take on the social uh idea of racism right <laughs> I, I mean it, it only fits so well because of my knowledge of the fucking hp lovecraft cat <laughs> 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 Uh, he didn't mean it. it. He was just saying the gamer word. You know how it gets when you're playing Halo at 3 a.m. <laughs> I'm going to name my cat. You can't <laughs> name that cat. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really good. I think I explained it uh, the night before. Where it, it has, each episode has to end. Breaking Bad style, where it cannot just leave you falling flat. Something amazing has to hit. It makes mm-hmm. you think about what the next episode will be. So, I, I really love it because uh, they're exploring like uh, different dimensions. And they're like talking about uh, uh, zombies, ghosts. It, it's always like a new episode is a new thing to talk about science fiction or magical stuff. And uh, I think it, they really did capture that aesthetic that, like, uh, Lovecraft books really have. Okay. The is main it, character can only, yeah. Is it is it <laughs> good? Is it good Lovecraftian horror, or is it just, like, horror with a Lovecraft aesthetic? Because there's a very it's big difference. Life. It's good love, Lovecraftian character. All only right. the main character can end it tragically. So, <laughs> uh... I, I definitely recommend this the watch. If you're ever thinking of like getting HBO Max, which I don't really recommend, honestly, I just got it <laughs> to watch these shows. Um, if you ever just look, go with that neck of the woods, definitely take this series up. I recommend this series to everyone I, uh, I see. <laughs> um, uh, other than that, uh, I can say I cannot wait for more of the series. I feel like the series finale is coming up soon, and it's it's, it's going to get so, so yeah, that that was me, Lovecraft. So, yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I um, uh, I've been a fan of Lovecraft since I was like an edgy little twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> um, mm. So seeing that, seeing people actually starting to understand what it's about makes me very happy. Um, Bloodborne. Right is still one of my favorite things ever because in fact I'm going to I'm going to say something that'll probably uh come across as sacrilege to other bloodborne or uh Lovecraft people. I think Bloodborne is the best Lovecraftian story we've had in a good long fucking while. I think it's oh. better than a lot of Lovecraft's works. Yeah, cuz it still keeps that thing where it's like there's a monster at the like bottom of the fucking lake that's not from our fucking uh, world. Mm-hmm. Or the fucking alien dragon uh, thing living in the middle of the fucking church. That that's something like really interesting and like I say, keep that aesthetic. You know, it it under it un- instead of being like, oh, I'm just gonna have uh, Cthulhu monsters and everything's gonna be cool because then people know Cthulhu. It actually understands the source material. Right. All the villagers are crazy batshit. Uh, villagers praising this almighty god. Uh, so, and <laughs> blood is the fucking currency. 
So yeah, I get it. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's that's a great that, that is a great tool for that. That's awesome. Uh, but, but speaking of dark series, uh, you you recently watched the uh, the series. <laughs> yeah, I uh, uh, when I when I was rooming with my friend for a little bit. Uh, we sat around and we got pissed drunk and we watched What We Do in the Shadows on repeat. Wow. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I thought I was going to hate it at first because I saw commercials for it. I'm like, I don't like vampires. I think vampire stories are boring. I think... Uh, I, I didn't know Taika Watiti did anything on it. I didn't know that he was involved mm-hmm. with it and I fucking love him. Uh, so he's like, dude, you gotta watch this. And I'm like, ah, fuck. All right, fine. Um, I guess I'm I, I'm a hostage here. I gotta kind of, you know, go along with what's going on. So uh, uh, we watched it, and I demanded almost instantly that we rewatch it. And he's like, "Yeah, fuck it, that's cool, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> I I love this show. I I can't explain to you how much I love this show. If you haven't, if you got if you got some time, just watch it. I expected it to be like The Office. Cause that's kind of what it was pitched as. It's like, oh, it's The Office, but vampires. It's got that that mockumentary uh, TV movie sort of look. It's got the the they don't they address the cameramen. The cameramen are characters in the show, but they don't they don't fuck with it too bad. It's not like The Office right. where. Uh, well, I'll just I'll just go ahead and shorten my point here and say that uh, the only similarity it has with The Office is. The, the camera work, uh, unlike The Office, what we do in the shadows is funny and worth watching. Right. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, where yeah, Office is an awkward humor, and not everyone will want to watch that, and I can definitely understand that. Uh, I, uh, especially funny story, funny story about that. Funny story about that. I tried to show my girlfriend the first episode, and when everybody started hissing at each other, she fucking turned the TV off. She's like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, with this, it's it's not entirely awkward humor, but it had a lot of, like, dark, uh, spooky it it it's it reminds me of like it, it it's everything I love about just the general aesthetic of spooky stuff mm. because it it takes it and it kind of it just makes it funny it makes me like it a whole lot more. Exactly, it, 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 it's a lot like uh, any like spooky memes that you see around this time. Where it's just like, um, uh, 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 <laughs> hey, uh, what's the skeleton's favorite fucking uh, food? It's fucking ribs, you asshole. It's ribs! <laughs> Spare ribs! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I also have uh, been watching that during... Have you uh, seen the movie? I have not. I, I need to. It's not on Hulu. I, I would definitely, if you find it somewhere, I recommend watching it. Because, I, because I know... I know two or three characters from that show up in the show. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, and I guess it, it, it's canon. So, <laughs> uh, 
and it, it's very hilarious because it just not only talks about uh, a main character wanting to be a vampire, but it, it also talks about like uh, how like wolves uh, work in this, in this world as well. And <laughs> it, it's hilarious. I definitely recommend it. Um, and, and you can see where like the theme, the, the guy really loves the theme song for that because. He put it in both the movie and the series. Yeah, so. I, I feel like I feel like he kind of heard that, and he's like, "Oh well, I've been writing." You know, this is a lot of creators have that moment, I guess, where they find a song or something from a piece of media that is like, oh, "That was made for my TV show, movie, book, whatever. I need to put right. it in it." And this is actually you know, the gonna... only case of that being right. Exactly. I'm gonna build my whole series about this song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how long it takes. I'm gonna put this song. In my thing, so yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, speaking of the, what we do in the shadows, but what we do underwater, I played Bioshock after years. What we do um, under the sea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, Caleb, would you kindly explain to me <laughs> what Bioshock is? I would kindly. <laughs> Uh, I or or rather, Bioshock, would you kind would you kindly say stuff about it that hasn't been said a billion fucking times by everybody else? Okay, <laughs> I I gotcha. Okay, Bioshock. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it. Thought it was uh, yeah. Thought it was fun. <laughs> right. Um, and that's. Bioshock 1. I'm not going to talk about Bioshock 2. Bioshock... Okay, honestly, have you played Bioshock 2, though? I kind of played a little bit of it. It's better I than the first one. I disagree with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I I can see where it's fun to be the big daddy, uh, but someone talk, gave me a really good point. There, it, is slow, it runs a little slow, and the fact that uh, you have to continue your resources for the drill alone is kind of, like, dull. Yeah. But, but I could say the, the story is actually look more interesting. Than I did enjoy the story yeah. of Bioshock 2. And then Bioshock Infinite came out, and what did everybody think of that game? It was okay until the fucking ending, that's for sure. <laughs> Because the fucking ending was so confusing. Uh, it, it was just... No, you want to know, okay. know the problem about the ending? Is that it is confusing because they want you to think it's confusing. It's one of those things. Okay, if she killed every Comstock and Booker Duet of every universe. Does that mean she's she's still exist, or does she still exist in that? Why? Uh, like, why did she have to kill the main character? The main character had nothing to do with Asta. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I, I already got myself a headache talking about it. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, back to Bioshock. Um, I can't. I cannot remember the video, but there's one that came out right around the time Infinite came out, where it, it the title is something like "Bioshock Infinite is the smartest game ever made," 
and it's this really long take. Like the guy sets the atmosphere perfectly. He goes into the thing, and then he gets to the fucking the the bell puzzle, quote unquote puzzle, right in the beginning. Uh, and he goes, wait, that wasn't a minute. even a puzzle. Wait a minute, <laughs> that card. Your guy pulls out the fucking solution to the goddamn puzzle. And he puts it right in your face, and then from there the video just goes ape shit. Now I'm like, that's my problem with Bioshock Infinite, is that it wants so desperately to be smart, it it just doesn't fucking pull it off though. Right. I I would say if it, it, it had its moments of being fun, where you're just going on this fucking railing system and you're just mapping out your like plans to take down the enemies, that's fun. But I wouldn't say smart. Other games have done that, so you have yourself have done that before, like in Bioshock One. But I wouldn't say it's like a shit. <laughs> yeah, no. The thing that gets me about uh, Bioshock Infinite, I think, was a game that was designed for me to hate it. Because <laughs> it's got it's got everything that gets on my nerves. It's got the steampunk ish aesthetic. It's got uh, a plot that was written by somebody who thinks that they're cooler than they are. For me, it's the fact it's the fan. Like I, and I, I told you about this. I don't care if people are way too much into analysis. I know I'm just gonna make somebody. I know. Oh, you're gonna make you're gonna make enemies. Some uh, some some 250 pound woman from fucking Idaho is gonna be like, you know, Alice in Wonderland is good. Uh. I dyed my hair pink. Psychedelics are my fucking uh, are are my personality. Right, right, right. Like, I'm just like Alice. I'm trying to find my Mad I, Hatter. I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm trying to find my Mad Hatter. Fucking, we can talk about online dating here in a second. I get what you're laying down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh. yeah, no, it's ridiculous. It's to me every time I see somebody with a Cheshire Cat tattoo or like a bumper sticker, I know immediately what they're about. I'm like, okay, so you smoke weed. You might have walked out of high school. Uh, you right. may or may not have a child. If you do have a yeah. child, you're single. And you know what? The, the, my whole thing too about that as well. Uh, I have met people who are who only like Alice in Wonderland for the psychology, which is a valid reason to like it because uh, they they went on to like do psychology, like they uh, they they're going in, into school for psychology. Mm-hmm. And that's so, the reason why so what do they do? Do they like why why is it the Mad Hatter that makes them want to do psychology? Uh, it's more of the aesthetic that um, it, the book talked more about uh, how Alice herself is in this escaping world because uh, of her dreadful. Okay, okay, yeah, I can, I, I can see, yeah. it. I can see it now. <laughs> so yeah, that that that's what they loved about it, and uh, that made them like think, oh, the human mind is way more complicated than you think. I want to learn more about that. <laughs> so I, that's a very valid reason. But to compare yourself, it, it goes to the Harley and Joker comparison. Like yeah, no, it's it's the character. it's the hot topic fandom crowd that uh, right. that usually picks that up. And I okay, I get liking a 
No, you know what? I can't even back that up. I was going to say I could compare yourself to made-up characters, but even then, I know my limits. <laughs> I don't think Are you I, telling me uh, that you don't think guy. that because you, you aren't you smart, don't you like the epic Rick? I I do not compare myself to Mark um, <laughs> <laughs> Markiplier. That's a that's a that's a. I apologize. He's cool. We, that's uh, a that's a strange one. I did not expect Markiplier to come out of your word when or your mouth when you said those words. I the the same fan crowd. Like like I said, I have I like the guy. I just don't think. Oh yeah, no, I completely. Well, I, I'm I'm of the opposite. I I genuinely. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to uh, anybody I might offend and hurt, but uh, I I don't think I'm the target demographic for Markiplier, so I don't like him. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. There's a demographic for everybody, for everything, for everybody. Uh, it's. But, I feel like his content yeah. is made for people who are much younger than me, so I can't really I can't really appreciate it. It, it goes on the same line of invaders. Um, like we said, hot topic people who really love their characters and compare themselves to them. But compare yourself to like that shit crazy people. Trust me, you're not that bad. You yeah, no. You are, but you're not that bad. If you saw if you saw Joker and you were like, "Wow, this says a lot about me and this says a lot about society." Uh, back up and realize that you're not supposed to sympathize with Arthur. No, no. <laughs> the villain, it, sympathizing with the villain is okay sometimes when it's uh, a great tragedy, but at, at the same time, uh, you should not sympathize with the baby. <laughs> I, I think that may be obvious. <laughs> I mean, no matter how fucked up your life is, you, you shouldn't want to kill a baby. Well, I mean, uh, to, be, to be fair, I do. There are parts of Arthur's character that are sympathetic to me. You know, oh, the, no, no. The, the thing about being abused as a kid. Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. That, and then his, his, his weird, like, almost parasocial, paras I wouldn't say parasocial, but parasitic relationship with his mother. Right. I, I get that. I understand that. My my mom and my's really my mom and I's relationship is really strained and strange. Uh, has been for a, a good long while, and I, I understood. I'm like, okay, I understand. You know, being pissed off at people, you know, trusted and stuff. I get that, and I get that he didn't right. want to leave his mom because she feels like she's helpless. But at the same time, I'm not sitting here walking around in Joker makeup, going, uh, well, I'm not gonna go on, you know, fucking Jimmy Kimmel and blow his brains out in Minecraft. Uh, although right. I I might I may or may not want to uh, blow Jimmy Kimmel's brains out in Minecraft. Uh, in Minecraft for legal reasons. That's a joke. Um. <laughs> okay, it's funny you bring up. No, no, I'm sorry. I probably not the same person. Uh, was it Jimmy Kimmel that I I don't care for? I don't care for Jimmy Fallon. I, really don't I, I don't like any all these all these late night Trevor Noah uh Steve Car or not Stephen Carroll who's the Colbert Colbert I don't like Colbert, Colbert. Oh, yeah. I don't like it, I used to like them and then I guess they kind of stopped making jokes about stuff that I thought was funny and started making jokes about stuff that I don't think is funny 
I, I think it's like the ego changes and your viewers change. Uh, that so and Tre- like, Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah specifically just has bad takes. He's not he's not a person anybody should be listening to. Right, right, right. Uh, definitely, like anyone, uh, specifically, uh, definitely Jimmy Fallon. Like your viewership has gone to like a family set, so you have to make family oriented shows, and unfortunately, they they can fall off. Especially when he starts like laughing at his own jokes. Oh yeah, he did that. Was it was it Fallon or Kimmel, where Joaquin Phoenix looked like he was gonna fucking murder him during the interview? Yeah, I think it was Fallon. Uh, that that interview I love. I I really okay. So uh, backing off the negativity and toxicity, uh, I do enjoy Conan O'Brien. I think Conan O'Brien is very funny. Oh yeah, I love him. He, he even goes to like cons every year. He, he knows his viewership and he knows what not to say and what to say. So I I, I love him and, and I love <laughs> him with him and Paul Rudd every every time he has a movie coming out, mm. he has to go on there and uh play Mac and me <laughs> in place of like a, a scene from the movie. <laughs> So that, that's uh, hilarious. <laughs> another 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 late night host that I love is uh, Eric Andre. That fellow is, is quite the funny man. Yeah, because he's the anti version of what they are. <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry about that for a quick break. Um, so as you were saying uh, before the break, uh, you were talking about like uh, uh, your feelings towards the Killing Joke compared to this one. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Under the Red Hood has the same writing standard as The Killing Joke, at least in my opinion. It's not, it's not up. It, it's it's on the same level. I'd put it on the same level. Right, right. As that. Uh, I really enjoy. I enjoy, like I said, the writing is very good. It actually it was very inspirational for me because uh, the scripts for my. Uh, y- yes, I'm gonna talk about my comic again. <laughs> the scripts for my comics, even every issue, turns out to be like thirty something pages, right. because I'm a novel writer. I used to be a novel writer, and so transferring that into into comics has been a, a process. A lot of a lot of people complain, oh, you're not you're not coming out quick enough, or you're taking uh, each chapter takes like two fucking months to, to to drop. If you know, if that. Because I, I I just don't work on it all the time, but it it kind of was inspirational to see that maybe I should be writing dialogue a little bit more, uh, with more snap uh-huh. to it, instead of having people talk like they would in real life, have them talk in single sentences that get the point across quickly and have a lot of personality in it, as opposed to trying to build personality like you would on a movie. Right, or a right, 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 and, and things like that. Like- Mm-hmm. It's one click at a time, and especially if you're not getting like fully paid for, for it at all. So. Oh yeah, no, I uh, I've actually I've joked about this, but I think this is the only Gary's mod comic in existence that costs money to make. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because I buy models, I I commission models from people uh, if I can't. Like my main character, um. I guess we're going to talk about my comic now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my main character, 
my main character in uh specifically the source uh engine art there are no female police officers or female military member uh models out there so i have to commission people who are often uh very expensive to modify models to look good so my character isn't walking around with a default you know look because i've actually taken bits and pieces from different games and put them onto one model uh, the head is from Left 4 Dead. I use I use Zoe from Left 4 Dead as a base. The shirt is from like Tomb Raider. The pants are from fucking uh, GTA, and it's just all of this stuff I had to pay somebody to put together. So <laughs> I think I'm running the only Gary's Mod comic in existence that takes money uh, to produce. <laughs> okay. Except for so I guess I really want to talk about Gmod comics now. <laughs> uh, have you have you read any? Of the the really old Garrus Mod comics, like Concern. Um, I, I don't no, I don't think I've ever really gotten more uh, the Gary Mod, uh, Gary's Mod comics. But tell me about all of them. Like, what, what's the appeal? Uh, concerned, concerned, concerned was made almost right after uh, Half Life Two dropped. I think it was the f it's definitely the first G Mod comic ever. Um, and it's about this random citizen in Half-Life 2. Uh, concerned citizen. The joke is there in the name. And he, he's following, he's following, um, uh, Gordon Freeman's footsteps, kinda, as uh, just stumbling through it, making funny little observations about the game. Uh, the character's name is Gordon Froman. And it's just, it's really funny, it's, I, I, I beg of you, just please go read it if you haven't. I can't, I can't describe it good enough. It reminds me uh, why I like the the source art community, uh, and why I like the source game community is because everybody's kind of on the same page. We're all working together to to enjoy this this game engine from 2004 that's not made for the shit that we're putting right. it through. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I'm almost willing to imagine what those companies would be like in the. Uh... If you were like, I don't think they've ever released a, a good uh, server yet, or a uh, released the same um, server for uh, Half Life Alex yet. But uh -huh. oh, okay, this is good news. Uh, Gary Newman, the man who made Gary's Mod, the studio behind Gary's Mod, has gotten a Source Two license. Okay, so it's only a matter of time. Okay, <laughs> so. Uh yeah, it's called Sandbox. It's S ampersand box, and it's gonna be Gary's Mod Two. And I am making this promise right now. I will be the first person to make a comic using nice. Sandbox. I will be the first fucking person to make a Source <laughs> Two comic. Oh man, <laughs> I can only imagine setting up VR. <laughs> like oh that that. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Sandbox is going to run, uh, it's going to oh, run 2D okay. or VR. I can imagine VR would be really useful for, like, uh, posing little right. things. Because you played, you played yeah, Gmod. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how it goes. I remember taking... The, the physics gun, the physics gun is stupid and precise uh, sometimes on certain models. Yeah, no. So Sorry, it... <laughs> it'd probably be beneficial to be able to just reach in and yeah, move yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember talking with one of my teachers in one of my 3D modeling classes, 
uh, when I went to uh, Arts Institute. Uh, and they were talking about like how VR, like when you're making bottles or different things, it is a lot more, it's a lot easier to do it than VR sets because you're actually. Oh yeah, I imagine. I imagine the sense of scale for stuff is going to be really easy to nail oh, yeah. down in VR. It's almost like you're carving the wood the plank. It, it's it's easier to do it in a VR set up close, like you're physically holding something. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I, I can only imagine how easier it will get on for the sandbox. Cool. Uh, I was just I was watching uh, Source Two filmmakers out. Oh fuck! I'm not gonna be the first person to make a Source Two comic. God damn it! <laughs> you, you'll be <laughs> one. Somebody, somebody is gonna make a Source right. Two comic. Somebody is gonna make a comic using Source Two filmmaker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was watching Source Two filmmaker videos because people have access to the Source Two branch of SFM, and it the lighting is fucking superb. I cannot state to you how good the lighting looked in that movie. things I want. One, good comic. Um, two, very good videos. <laughs> like, imagine this. I'm pretty sure Nick Bone Oh, he's... Oh, have like, you heard? That's okay, dead. That is officially dead. Okay. okay. Nick Bone is officially dead. It, there was a guy who wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. I just remembered. I just remembered a thing. This is a story. Um, I'll go ahead and cut my segment down at the end okay. to tell this. But there was a guy who, knowing that Nick Bone was dead on the uh, the Gary's Mod uh, server, ah. Discord server, he wanted to make a spiritual successor. He used the same character model. He he also bought a model. He commissioned somebody to make one for him. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it. His stuff really wasn't that good. Uh, oh boy! He wrote his writing. His writing was we take it itself way too seriously. Um, the the poses were off. He made on his deviant art. There was a bunch of weird pictures of his his OC character, uh, the black detective man, uh, dancing with like anime characters uh -huh. and shit. So, me and a bunch of guys from the uh, the Source Art Colony Discord start fucking with him. We're just like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Look at, you know, how, you know, we like your, your stuff and blah, blah, blah. Well, eventually, it gets to the point where he starts to animate his show. And he invites me in to make posters and stuff. He he, invite, he says, hey, can you make video thumbnails? I'm like, yeah, I can take time away from my shit to work on your stuff. That's fine. I don't want to work on my stuff anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, so I do that, I do that, I do it for free because I'm such a nice fucking person. And, uh, it, it goes live. And he's like, okay, well, I need a voice actor. Can you get a voice actor? And I, I got to read the script of the first episode, and that's when the red flag popped up. It's because I was pitched that this is going to be a spiritual successor to Detective Nickbone, which is a comedy series. This was a primetime... TV police procedural drama with no cursing and no comedy. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and I I went into it acting like it was supposed to be a comedy. I read my lines in a very funny, like, 
I, I did a <laughs> I did an impression of Trevor from GTA for all my lines. And uh he didn't like that. He's like, Oh, this is serious, you need to take it seriously. So eventually we just fought and uh, I fucked off and got out of the project. Well it turns out that he also cancelled the project because he went fucking nuts on Twitter. Oh <laughs> I think I, I don't want to claim responsibility for this because this is awful, but I think me and a couple guys uh, you could title this episode "How Ryan Drove a Man to Schizophrenia Using Gary's Mod," but <laughs> um, I swear to you, on every Discord server that we were in after I left the project, about two days later, he posts, "God is near, repent," and then just fucking deletes everything. Jesus Christ! And then on Twitter multi-paragraph fucking Twitter threads just occupied by him schizo posting to the fucking the the absolute furthest extent you can take schizo posting about the end of the world and how a sign of the end of the world is that all this stuff's happening COVID is going to be the end of the world and Black Lives Matter is going to overthrow the country and I'm like dude I am so fucking glad I got out of this before you went right. insane <laughs> Your name connected to that. I told him, I told him, <laughs> I used my Twitter account uh, for the first time in months to tell him to please scrub my name from anything he does. Exactly. You just, <laughs> you know what you did? You pulled a jaw roll from, like, uh, the fire Festival incident. Like, <laughs> you want nothing to do with the original Raider <laughs> thing. You, you, you got out of there, Scott, clear. But, <laughs> thank God. Well, that like I I write I write controversial stuff. A lot of people don't like my comic because they feel it makes them uh, look bad. Uh, I'll, I'll I can tell that story uh, if you want, but I, I I prefer not to draw more attention to myself just because I want to continue living and I don't want people to hate my name every time it comes up. So, right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey. That. Yeah. You guys on that one. <laughs> Yeah, I dodged a bullet and then I got a. I I, I took I took a hit, but it was a good hit because I ended up getting in a little close with a a pretty a pretty famous uh, airsoft YouTuber, and we're talking about collabing at some point. So that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty cool. I can't talk about it yet because nothing's finalized, okay. but there's that. Your boy is working with uh, airsoft YouTubers nice, now. Nice, nice. <laughs> I'm 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 about a hundred steps away from getting to interview Grand Thumb or Larry Vickers, and I'm very happy about. Right. Yeah. Um. I, I guess we can talk about it at the end again, but I do. I want to see. I want to see if I can make money off of this, and I'm thinking of just redrawing it. You know, using pen. You know, a fucking tablet to actually draw it, so it can be published. Cause I'm not using other people's okay, assets. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Next topic, I think we, I think we knocked it out of the fucking park. There, we beat whatever topic this was. I yeah, forgot yeah. we beat it into a pulp. <laughs> we started about talking about Batman. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I was gonna say about Batman was just uh, I really like the White Knight <laughs> series, and I really love the uh, uh, the Court of Owls uh, comic book one. That one's really good. So, okay. But, yeah, yeah. That, that's all I can say about Batman. Everyone has already. Um, so yeah, that that's pretty much it for weeks and things that we did. Um, we can move on to news. Uh, 
Right, news is the yeah. next part of the segment. You've got news. I've got news. The world is abuzz with news well, at this moment. Um. <laughs> Welcome to the news zone. Only post in news-related g- girls. Send news, please. I don't know. A <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, piece of news that I would like to bring up first is uh, the song that I just referenced, the very funny, very epic Welcome to uh, the Cum Zone, has a, a, a threequel. The third part of the trilogy has come out. It's fucking banger, guys. Go listen to it and blare it out your car windows like the asshole idiots that you are. <laughs> well, well, when... <laughs> Okay, on to real news. Fuck it, uh, let's go. <laughs> uh, so, hey, uh, we're, we're fans of Doom. Uh, I've talked about Doom to death. I talk about Doom Guy to death. Fucking, I, I rip and tear to it no more. But hey, Doom is getting a DLC. It's probably not too much of a recent news. I just want to talk about Doom Guy again. Um, Doom DLC is coming out. Uh, it's going to be uh, more so, uh, uh more about the Doom guy and going into heaven or some four ancient god thing other that's bigger than probably the cinema, the icon of Sith. So it's going to be a very interesting DLC uh, from what I've seen from the trailer. Um, I, I definitely can't wait till he gets into Smash. No, 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 no. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Doom DLC is confirmed, um, uh, and I think they're coming out by the end of this year. They said November is the release date for that one, uh, which is going to be weird because it's just in time for new consoles. Um, <clears throat> which uh, th- that's something we haven't talked about is the pricing for new gen. You want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. What were we talking about? I was uh, reading. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, uh, the pricing for uh, the next gen consoles is uh, the PS4 is going to be four ninety nine. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, for poor people like me, Xbox already won the console yeah. war. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Because uh, <laughs> that's what is it two ninety nine? The Xbox Series uh, X or S or whatever the fuck. Uh, because people got confused, <clears throat> and people thought it uh, got confused with the Series X and the Xbox One S. And there's a difference, and it's... I can see... <coughs> I can see where people got confused. But uh, I think the X... I have inhaled... I have inhaled water. <laughs> Give me a moment. Continue talking. <laughs> uh, so the uh, Xbox Series X is going to be... Uh, on the Microsoft Store, it's four ninety nine, but I don't think that's why. I think in retail it's three ninety nine, so it's more affordable. Is that the really small it, one? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. the The white one is two ninety nine, so that's three hundred dollars. That's yeah. the one. Uh, and that's everyone the one. Says that, that's the one. <laughs> everyone wants to get. But uh, the, the the black tall one is like four ninety nine, and nobody wants that. It doesn't even look like it's gonna fit anywhere, and let alone run as well as the 
Yeah, isn't it? Aren't the aren't the improvements over uh, between the consoles like marginal yes. at best? According to experts, uh, the details they uh, gave out on the Series S that is going to be more affordable, and if you're looking to run better technical wise, the S is going to be better. So. So it just it seems like the 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 tiny tiny little Xbox is kind of what they yes. want to push out. That's good. That's all. Yeah. I like that. Uh, living living in a small living space, I really have to minimize my footprint on uh, all the shit I've got, which is unfortunate because I got a lot right. of shit. So having something I'll be able to put on a shelf uh, and just kind of sit there. Did you fucking see that during uh, Xbox live streams with like Microsoft executives and stuff uh. like that? The Xbox was sitting in the fucking shelf in the back, and nobody noticed it. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> for months. And, like... So, yeah, they already have the fucking console on it. It's ready. It's out there. And, uh... <laughs> they obviously want that to be told, and the tall boy. So, I, I would say get that if you're gonna get an Xbox. Uh... But uh, but the PS5, yeah, that's a whole different ballgame. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I haven't I haven't heard much about the PS5. What's uh what's so, up with that? So uh, they released the price for it. Um, so you you get your choice of uh, the PS5. You either get the one with the disc drive, uh, which I prefer more than anything, but it's a, a hefty cost because it's four ninety nine. But they really want to sell the one without the disc drive because discs are not the future, apparently. Uh, so that's going to be uh, three uh, three ninety nine. So a little bit cheaper, but okay. Eh, I I don't care for the top. Uh, uh, now I might be misunderstanding, but the top of the line PlayStation console is going to be cheaper than the top of the line Xbox. Right? Uh, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, and for $100 more than the Series S, X, whatever one the small yeah, Xbox the is. S, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, ooh, that's difficult. I didn't know it was that yes. cheap. So, I would, I'm going to get the PS5 for sure, but I, I'm going to, I don't know about yeah. the disk drive. I, 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 I. Oh yeah, no, fuck the disc drive. Nobody needs a disc drive anymore, which is sad because I like having physical copies of games. But I realized that that time is, well, uh, that that time is pretty much past. I I told uh, Dustin uh, before that I really love box and I hate to see box art like diminish over time, uh, especially. Mm -hmm. uh, Oh. Where uh, box arts aren't even creative anymore, and now just to get rid of box arts, period, is sad. So. Uh huh. Well, I mean, I fucking yeah, that, that irritates me because it's uh, a box art is just something to look forward to. It ties the experience together, in my opinion. It kind of right. I I like looking at I like looking at my video games. I like seeing right. them physically. It's always good to, to have around. It's how I made a lot of friends in, uh, on Xbox. Like, hey, when, uh, can I borrow a copy of uh, the new 
Call of Duty, and we're like, oh yeah, sure, here, here you go. You, uh, you can borrow it. And yeah, I remember. I, I swapped. I swapped World at War around my school. Everybody had my copy of World at right, War at some right. point. Uh, I gave one chick a copy of Last of Us, and that came out, and she enjoyed it, and that was pretty cool. And we became friends. Have you played the second part? Yeah. Uh, have we not talked about that? I, I feel like. Okay. Well, let's save that for next episode, because I have a lot of thoughts about the second part of the okay. uh, last episode. Okay, I, I may have talked about that with somebody else. Okay, then. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Please, we, I would love to talk about it. Because um, I, have, I have what a lot of people uh, don't seem to have, and that is a nuanced take on it. I don't hate it outright. There's a few things I don't like about it, but overall... I actually enjoy exactly. it. <laughs> I think the fact that the, the script came out early, it kind of fucked over its... Well, okay. Uh, fuck it, we're yeah, jumping in. Yeah, let's do it, let's do it. I don't hate... I hate that they killed Joel. Don't get me wrong. I love Joel so much. He reminds me of myself. You know, a big, rugged, bearded, manly man who uh, who gets the who gets the girl and he's big and muscular. It's just right. like me. He wears a watch even like me. So... <laughs> um, but I fucking... I hate what they did to him. It's not It's not like, oh, you killed my... I knew Joel was going to fucking die in this one. From the first trailer, I was like, oh, Joel's right. dead. Right, exactly. I, I literally you know? thought... I so... told you... I thought Ellie was just hallucinating and just, Joel's a fucking ghost and she's just speaking to nobody. I think that would have been a very interesting script of you talking with a person that just died and uh, your warped reality is changing how how your morality changes. But, um... Uh -huh. Yeah. I, I think that was inevitable that Joel was going to die. There's no other place you could go in. I mean, he's not going to be around for a minute. Mm -hmm. It was cool seeing that he, he finally found a community that he could take. And uh, that would have been a great experience just to like, uh, have like a home base that Ellie and Joel could meet upon. Uh, but, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, so so my, my take on the story is I don't like that Joel died. I'm not a big fan of that. What I am a fan of is the tone. It, this is something a lot of people take issue with, but I think the tone right. is really good. I like how how fucked everything is in this world. It's there's there's no two ways about it. Everything's right. horrible, <laughs> and I like that. Uh, the violence in the game. I've talked to numerous people about how the violence in the game had the opposite effect for me, where like they designed it to be very like, oh shit, that's horrible. Oh my god, why am I doing this? Uh, for me, I really wish that they'd put more systems like that into different games yeah. now. <laughs> you shoot a guy in the dick, and he's fucking on the ground suffering and screaming in horrifying pain. That's fun. But <laughs> and it really makes you think, oh, fucking I the new guy. But <laughs> it's still fun. Though. I mean, I, I play Tarkov for fun. I have no concept <laughs> right. of morality anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> if somebody's got something I want, I'm gonna shoot them and right. take it now. Um, but the the violence in that game is amazing. And the uh, I like a lot of people are like, oh, it's a cheap move that every character has a name, and that when you kill them, it's like, oh, Alex, they killed <laughs> Alex. Uh, I like that. I really do because it makes me feel like a piece of human shit for doing violence. Alex didn't fucking watch this back. <laughs> Exactly. The fucking the part that got me right was the the dog bear. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> oh no. That was one of the only things in that game that hit me on a emotional level because my my dog that died was oh, named Bear. Right. Uh, so I was really pissed. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> Did you? They engineered this to piss. <laughs> they engineered this to make me upset. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I enjoyed uh, also uh, some of the, a lot of the characters. Well, no, I expect that. I don't. I the only thing I did enjoy a lot of is them making me feel bad for any of the main characters that hang around Kelly dying. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, I I only knew a little about the Asian uh, uh, characters. The one that gets the other uh, Ellie's girl pregnant. Uh, yes. Yeah, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's how little I care about him. I didn't even know about his name. <laughs> so yeah, things like that. It's like I, I don't care about this. I don't care about. I know you want me to have a warped sense of my morality. But I don't care about, uh, was her name Ashley, the person that killed Joel? Or Abby. Thank Abby. Uh, I, I don't care about Abby and her group. Oh, God, no. I fucking, I, the thing about the game, right, is my, I, I can enjoy what it's about. Like I said, Abby's a fucking yeah. dreadful character. I don't feel anything <laughs> for this character. She was already threat, uh, Threading on, uh, but like before she even killed Joel, she was already a piece of shit to her own dad. So it was kind of like I don't care about your dad dying. And but but I can see why you would be mad about that. I, I definitely understand. But uh, I, even the other characters that hang around her, they're already like not great people. So why would I? feel compassion for them at all. So, so. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's my thought on it. But, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you got any like, last bits before we get off the subject? <laughs> um, I like that Seattle was in the yeah. game. Yeah. I like Seattle. I was born there. It's a nice city. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish GTA would go to the Pacific Northwest. I feel like that'd yeah, be really cool. Uh, I can only. Do you think they're gonna go for Last of Us Three? Last of Us Three is gonna be about the the soldier from the beginning of the game and his daughter. Probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she's gonna find Joel dead and beat him into a pulp because uh <laughs> oh wait no joel's gonna come back from the grave excuse me and beat that soldier's daughter to death because he shot yeah. his daughter 
That's that's the plot and I want to see. Abby and <laughs> Ellie are going to have a lesbian. Abby and, Abby and Zombie <laughs> Joel team up, <laughs> set aside their differences to beat a dog, a woman to death. <laughs> they they both apparently very much enjoy beating people to death. So also, apparently people have problems with Abby being so killed. I had no problem. That that I figured she was killed. She humbled a guy's fucking brain. <laughs> okay, my thing, my thing about the way that my thing about her physique. How the fuck are you getting enough protein? Uh, Twenty plus years okay, after the apocalypse. True, <laughs> she, I have this theory that she ground up her her father's bones <laughs> and used them as calcium <laughs> supplements. You gotta hate someone. So much. If you, you will. <laughs> I, is that's a that's a fucking joke in a lot of movies. Is like, oh, the revenge. I'm gonna while I'm in prison, you got me arrested. I'm gonna fucking get jacked and beat the shit out of you. And I got, that's a trope. That's not a fucking actual Have you seen thing. The video but they did it. Where it's a reverse Flash talking to Flash, saying, "Remember the time when you were making out with your first girlfriend and you came right as she touched me." I I use my super speed to jerk you off, so it seemed like you nutted at just a woman's touch. (laughs) 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 That's the amount of hate voter you gotta have for (laughs) (laughs) I can't even motivate myself to go to the gym fucking every other day. Maybe I need. Maybe maybe somebody needs to kill somebody close to me so I can work right. revenge workout. <laughs> Someone would have to kick my dog to death in order for me to do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just find my dog and kick him, uh, and I'll immediately want to um, become John Wick, which will give me the uh, the impetus to go work out. <laughs> it's a it's a weird relationship, but it works for both uh, in a way. Yeah. Moving on, uh, Microsoft and Bethesda right. are merging. Yeah, uh, I like this. This is good. This is interesting. I want to see how this turns out. I, I, so I guess Master Chief and Doom Guy are going to be in the, the game, right? You, you came up with an interesting concept of it's going to be the Smash for Microsoft. <laughs> Yeah, my thing is they're gonna. I mean, every company right. tries this. I think. Uh, where they try to make a fucking ha- Microsoft hasn't made a a character uh, a character fighting game yet. They haven't taken all the Microsoft properties and started making them into you know putting them into a right. fighting game. So my thought was like, Doom guy's not in Smash. Because he's gonna end up in Microsoft Smash. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, I would, I would. They, they did that thing where they put the Arbiter in uh, uh, Killer Instinct. So it's only a matter of time before they have like the RB in Chief fight the the the, the Gears Theft Auto Seven. <laughs> <laughs> RB in the Chief. I fucking you made me. God, how long has it been since I've watched that? Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? Yeah, 
I'm not gonna lie, I have never seen the entirety of the series, but I feel like I gotta watch it now. Because I always compare it to like Remembrance of the Blues, I figure it's better than so. It was funnier than okay. Red vs. Blue. Okay. <laughs> I, I, where would I start? Type in Arby and the Chief on YouTube. Just the entire series. Watch it. Even that weird beginning of it. It's it's like a it's like a it's like a Cartoon okay. Network show wherein you don't have to actually just jump in at any given point. You can kind of okay. Just go. Okay, I might even look at that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you know, Microsoft is playing a game where they have to have exclusive uh, exclusivity and uh, like its predecessor it, it has some games that people want to buy their console they're going to get that their first game. so we, we said it before it was only a matter of time before Microsoft made this move but it's a shittier one that you're buying something that you want to add to play especially after Fallout 7 so, yeah, not the best move, but it's the move that we thought was gonna happen. That, that's all I can about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, speaking of fighting games with multiple characters, fucking Smash is back with a new character. You can. You could have just said speaking of Smash. Well, yeah. Um, I, I proving once again that Nintendo fucking hates Waluigi. Uh, they've decided to put Microsoft, uh, Mister uh, Minecraft Steve, into uh, Minecraft or Minecraft Smash. Yeah, yeah. I'm having a fucking stroke. <laughs> yeah, you could have just said words. Uh. uh Hold on. <sighs> okay. Steve is in Smash yes. now. Yes. Okay. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Seamless. Uh, Minecraft Steve is here, and he's gonna bring the block to the competition. It was something. He's gonna he's gonna knock yeah. their blocks. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, people said, "I'm gonna knock your." <laughs> <laughs> so, How long do you figure we got until Duke Nukem is in Smash now? Let's see the lineup. Okay, so did Minecraft Steve? Okay, we did Sans Undertale, even though it doesn't count. Sans Undertale. <laughs> We've uh, done Piranha Plant, the literal Piranha Plant. Uh, yeah, it's only a matter of time. At this point, if they can jump. The shark from actual other characters, they will do something to fuck the thing. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. I think we've asked, I've asked this question on this podcast before, but you get one character to put in the Smash and they're not gonna say no to you. Who do you do? They're not gonna say no to me with Doom Guy, that's for sure, but. Yeah, well, no, that, I mean, actually, that's a really good point. They probably would, at some point, want to put Doom right. Guy in Smash. Uh, knowing them. Definitely going to put a, a more likely an obscure Sonic character because we've already got Sonic already in. There might 
Is Sonic not he's in? He's in there. He, but they're, they're, I'm okay. thinking, like, they'll, they'll put, like, I don't know, big cats like, and shit like that. <laughs> See, that's kind of funny, because, uh, fucking, I think, isn't Big the Cat voiced by John St. John the same guy who does fucking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Duke Nukem? <laughs> so, it's only a matter of time, uh, for that, uh, uh, actually, give me one second, you can continue talking, I have to change that. Okay. Alright, cool. So my character that I wanted was the Postal Dude from the Postal series of video games, because I feel like that would be uh, fun and cool. <laughs> and uh, I I have been playing a lot of Postal lately. Uh, not for any particular reason, just kind of enjoying the video game. Uh, but if I had to be realistic about it, I'd say Master Chief. Get Master Chief in, uh, in Smash. That way, he can bring the Halo music to the Smash game. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I've recently have been listening to, uh, a lot of, fuck me, you're gonna have to cut all of this out, because I'm dropping the ball super hard over here. <laughs> So it, it it is in we'll start from we'll start from here on. Uh I think the Master Chief would be in Okay, cool. Alright, yeah. Sorry for that. We're back again. It wouldn't be something we could podcast unless we had uh, technical difficulties. You're right. Right. Uh so hey Ryan, uh uh since we're on news, uh what's going on with Rooster Team? Uh fuck it's happening again. <laughs> Nothing good. Uh, I can. <laughs> okay, well, moving uh, on. I can, I can, <laughs> I can hard that when you talk at that pitch. God damn oh it. shit. Okay. Uh. Well then. Uh. How do I? Uh, okay. Hold on. Give me a sec. How about now? Hear me now? Yes. Perfect. Uh, yeah, you, you, it's good if I talk in this volume, right? Or do I have to be louder? Yes. Okay, perfect. No, that volume's good. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, moving on then. Uh, let's not talk about Rooster Teeth at all. Nothing's going on over there. Yeah, no, let's, uh, let's, let's get off. Let's not even, uh, uh get off is the wrong word to use here. Uh, uh perhaps we should, uh, <laughs> we should just... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, but hey, uh, uh, speaking of controversial, non-controversial stuff, actually, non-controversial. Uh, Bill and Ted 3 came out. Really. Yeah. Uh, and we both saw it, right? Yeah. We, we think, we think different things about this movie. Yes. So, I think this was bad. Not great. 
not necessarily garbage, but it wasn't great either. But what did you think about it? I thought it was funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I can appreciate it. Keanu Reeves kind of seemed like it was either on pain pills or half asleep throughout the entire thing. Right. That was my initial problem with it. Was you know, it was kind of dead sounding, right? Because uh, I, I think Red Letter Media said it was better. That was yeah. He, he's kind of grown <laughs> out of the role. What was he? Like? He went from uh, he went from dumb dumb guy to John Wick. Right and now, he's trying to go back to dumb guy. Exactly. And but uh, what I really initially wanted to talk about. Is the difference in comedy in movies nowadays? So, like, what what is the difference? Like, what what is the, something you're looking in comedy wise in movies? Like, uh, I uh, this is a difficult one because comedy is so subjective. Right, right. Uh, the things that make me laugh are incredibly weird. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that as in, like, I, I can only laugh at something if it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Which, I mean, that's also true. Right, right, right. But I'm very specific about what I think is funny. So, yeah. if something just tickles me the right way, it gets me. Exactly. Uh, There's this uh, this TikTok of a kid who strapped his cell phone to his uh, ceiling fan. And as it's going around, he's flailing his He's on his bed, and he's flailing his legs all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it, he's got the audio of a little Indian girl from some talk show going, "I love my daddy, my superhero," <laughs> and he's just like flailing all over. I think that's the funniest shit ever. Right, right. For some reason, that just that makes me giggle every time I see it. So <laughs> to like it, to it, for me, comedy is a very thing. I just thought it was funny. Right, right. I, I also don't understand why nowadays comedy is so. Like the things that make people laugh are so fucking esoteric and strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my my point of comedy uh, when it comes to movies is it, it, it depends on the amount of. I, I really love dark humor myself. Uh, I think fucking mm-hmm. uh, when Hot Top Time Machine came out, that was hilarious. But then you match that up with grown up stuff. Form of comedy, it there's a way more difference in comedy, uh, and I think I, I don't knock off people who really love that uh, goofy comedy from from uh, what, what's that one woman we always talk about when it comes to like raunchy Melissa McCarthy when we talk about shitty yeah. dumb comedy <laughs> So her, I don't knock people off for liking that. Cause, I do, but but <laughs> <laughs> right, right, but it, it's like I feel like you could be treated better when it comes to comedy. Like mm-hmm. we have grown past like early two thousands comedy, uh, where uh, you could have a goofy scene with Arnold Schwarzenegger being pregnant or whatever have you, or <laughs> there, there's just. But, but with Bill and Ted, uh, I think uh, I can understand where 
Bill and Ted has changed over time of what of of comedy reasons because you can't stick with the same uh-huh. thing or same material. But uh, this movie just seemed to me like it was just a bo- both uh, combinations of uh, bogus and excellent. So that's why I didn't particularly like it, and a lot of the characters just weren't. Uh, like their wives, I cared nothing about because <laughs> they were barely in the movie. Uh, but yeah, that that was just my whole thing with this movie that I thought made it not great. But I, I want to get an understanding of, of like what what could have made the movie uh, worse and or better. Uh, what could have made the movie better, uh, in my opinion? Mm-hmm. is a well first of all I agree wholeheartedly with uh, everybody from ROM when they said that the entire movie shouldn't exist and that it should be um, about the daughters like completely right, as opposed to Bill and Ted if you wanted to make a whole movie just focusing on them I would be accepting it it's just going to be Bill and Ted Passing the torch, you know. Uh, most yeah. good series are great when they pass the torch. Uh, what makes me really into Marvel comics now days is they're passing the torch to a younger superhero generation. So like Spider-Man giving it to Miles and uh, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But it, I, like we talked about before, um, seeing Keanu Reeves in this movie is weird because we know the bet what his bet is. <laughs> <laughs> so it it's kind of seemed like this is just him giving a leg up to like the studio for this like. Old... Well, from what I remember, that he wanted to make that movie. Like him and Alex Winter both really wanted to make that movie. Really? Huh. See, I, I always thought it like um, when he the reason why he did John Wick uh, was because oh um, I want to try something new. I don't ever want to like t- do the same thing. Like I, he could do a million Neo or Matrix movies, but he wanted to do something new. But I guess he, he he's going back a little bit because obviously there's like a Matrix uh, movie coming out. So <laughs> mm-hmm. so in the same year as the John Wick movie. Yeah. <laughs> People are gonna get very confused. <laughs> Both threes or no, no, no. It would be John Wick four and Matrix. So yeah, it'd be both four, four versions of the movie. So yeah, that that I think that's pretty much all I want to talk about with Bill and Ted. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, there's gonna be a lot of people who love this movie because of nostalgia reasons, and I think. That's my and that's that's my whole problem with the movie is it's a big sellout for nostalgia. So yeah, uh-huh. and I I agree that nostalgia films are kind of I mean, especially like '80s stuff is very played out now. Right. So and I'm sad because I really enjoyed it while I was here, but now I'm like, oh, this is obnoxious. The only thing that can give out a squeeze for is obviously. Uh, uh, Stranger Things. I will give that a squeeze out because 
that, no, I wouldn't even give that. I wouldn't even give that a pass anymore. I've gotten so jaded by it. I'm just like, it's. It's gotten. It's. It, in my feeling, I, I, I just that's their thing, and at least they're moving on each year, and uh, like, uh, they did Mall last season, and at that time, uh, they were talking about Michael Jackson and stuff. So I thought that was mm-hmm. cool, uh, but. Um, but yeah, speaking of nostalgia stuff, you you, you had a little bit of a second. Yeah, I had a bit of a I had a bit of a trip down uh, memory lane. Uh, it first started with those. Uh, did you ever watch those flash animations? Uh, the little bean men beat the shit out of each other called uh, Madness Combat or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> at first I thought you were going to talk about. I found those. I found the guy who makes those is still making those. Uh, uh and he's putting them up on YouTube. And, um, yeah, I watched all the way through them all again, and I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. So the next day, I'm on my way to work, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna listen to Breaking Benjamin, I haven't done that in a while, that's something I used to like, and it's still good. It's butt rock, but it's good butt rock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I started thinking to myself, I'm like, why don't we do more of this? Like, but <laughs> this this early 2000s shit is awesome. Right. <laughs> it's, it, it's real comforting, and kind of, it's interesting, you know? So I started thinking what a hypothetical, like, nostalgia wank fest for early 2000 kids would be. And I came up with this idea. Wow. We're going to go in the vein of Doom. We're going to make a first-person shooter game that is entirely tailored around the uh, the notion of being uh, early 2000, you know, or nostalgic, you know, baby. Mm-hmm. The main character is going to be a skateboarder. <laughs> um, who can do sick ollies and kickflips while he guns people and stuff down. Uh, it's going to be... The, the soundtrack is going to be all like bowling for soup and fucking pop punk and all that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, I've ever conceived of, but I'm like, I'd, I'd honestly... I would love to see more of that like aesthetic come back. It's fucking... You know what I watched? I watched uh, Max Cable's big move the other day. Oh, and I was like, God. the world, the world did used to look like that. I remember the world looking like that at one point. Yeah, and it was strange. You, you unlocked a key memory in my mind. I remember when that came out. Like, music definitely was different during that time because I remember the fucking <laughs> uh, uh, when music, uh, uh, hip hop music. Different with Lil Romeo, Bow Wow. Uh, do you do you remember a time before the music major was control? I do. <laughs> Let's go. But that song is also part of that era of uh, of time. I think. Uh, I think. Yeah. I remember like. It being played in school dances, so like, yeah, yeah, me. Uh, but but yeah, I, I, I you, you're right. You're totally right that that is in like next step in like nostalgia series and stuff. So. It's another thing that I kind of I, I did I did a lot of research on you know like what makes something nostalgic. Uh, I, I found it quite interesting that it used to be nostalgia itself used to be classified as PTSD. Yeah. 
<laughs> Which I think is uh, hilarious and kind of telling. It's uh, I discovered that you know the nostalgic. Uh, it's not. It's not an emotion you want to play with for too long. It's not. No. You shouldn't live in it. I guess. I'm trying to. The point of us as humans is moving on or looking forward towards the mm-hmm. future. So, yeah, I definitely understand that. Yeah. Because I don't, I love the 90s and I love the 80s, but there are things in the 80s and the 90s that I really wished not to go back to ever again. We should never, uh, well, unfortunately, I was going to say we should never, but we've already, we should. Bringing Freddy Freaker back is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, bringing back Power Rangers was a terrible idea. Uh, okay. Okay, hold up. I disagree on that one. That Everyone didn't give that movie a chance. Did you actually go and see that movie? Uh, yeah. I went and saw it. I didn't like it. Okay. Well, then never mind then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, did you like Did you like the Power Rangers movie where Brian Cranston was Zordon? I I did not not like it. Okay, okay. Hold up. I, oh man. No, no, no. Okay, this is interesting now. Uh, l- let me bring up this little point. Okay, one it is obvious. I was a super big fan of Power Rangers. Okay. Uh, but mm-hmm. but also uh, the this movie has more of a it it, uh, it explains more about the Power Rangers lore than most people actually expect it to because like like things like Brian Cranston being in a Power Ranger thing makes sense because uh it's, it's funny I was thinking about Brian Cranston and Power Rangers today so this fits well so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brian Cranston, uh, used to be in, uh, the same dorm as, uh, uh, Saban. And so, like, mm-hmm. when Saban was trying to make, uh, the teenagers, or creating the teenagers, uh, he remembered uh, his, uh, friend, uh, uh, Billy, uh, from college. And Billy's full name in the series is Billy Cranston. So, okay. he, it fits that Brian Cranston would be in this role, and Brian Cranston could play monsters in the Power Rangers uh, series as well. So, yeah. All right. uh, th- that's one little interesting thing about it. I, I, um, I didn't care for uh, <laughs> Alpha 5. He looked stupid. He looked like a pop belly alien. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, I think it giving enough time this the the movie could have been better. So that that's all I wanted to protect that movie from is like a lot of people okay. saw it and just said that was stupid. That was horrible. But didn't actually go and see it. <laughs> it it's the same. I mean, I, I gotta admit, I was a huge Power Rangers fan when I was younger, uh-huh. so I probably went into it and was like, oh oh man, this is gonna be cool. I'm gonna oh, the yeah. nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it just yeah, never yeah. happened. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. I probably put I put too much onto it and put enough. Uh, I didn't let it. I didn't let it take on a life of its own. Yeah, it, and like you said, I I I I'm putting my nostalgia of Power Rangers on it, but at the same time, it's uh, 
it's the same feeling I had for Amazing Spider-Man 2. And uh, how people said that movie was terrible because they didn't actually go see it because of the nostalgia for uh, uh, the first Spider-Man, for Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. So they blatantly didn't give a, a movie any chance because they liked, like, they liked the things they were using. So that's my whole thing about things like that. But I, 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 I could definitely understand that, yeah, uh, there are some things from the Power Rangers movie that were pretty bad. But, yeah, yeah. Even, like, how the fucking doors look, that was awesome. Like you said, uh, Nostalgia 2000 needs to be a thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's great stuff. <laughs> I just uh, think we need to give it some time. Right. Sorry for interrupting. But this what, what are you giggling at? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I'm just laughing at the fact that it was so convenient that you started talking about Power Rangers and Brian Cranston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that's gonna be a point we're gonna talk about on the podcast, and I'm I'm just gonna fucking hate myself for loving Doc Richards, and I do now. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck it. I can try to see if I can actually get a hold of the old uh, the, the Power Rangers, like the series, series. of the movie, either. Because yeah, no, like find a way to watch it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's on Netflix right now, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't got Netflix. <laughs> I uh, yeah, so the, it's 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 hard to find if you if you can find like, uh, well, I guess Google what or Google Play what happened probably. Yeah, yeah, but I also don't want to pay money for. It. <laughs> true, true, true. It, it's cheesy. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The fucking story is cheesy. Like, oh, I know it's cheesy. <laughs> I remember it being specifically very cheesy and horrible. <laughs> like, I, I, I watched a couple episodes uh, a year ago, and I think my favorite episode is the fact that one of the Power Rangers was uh, addicted to pachinko. Specifically pachinko. <laughs> in an American <laughs> setting. <laughs> and they had to fight a gambling monster and okay okay i the, need to see this again <laughs> and the red ranger was just like oh, i fucking love pachinko man fucking you guys can't stop me from loving pachinko <laughs> <laughs> and, and then near the end of the uh the, the show he's like um gambling is wrong i should focus more on my school books and less on gambling and then, I love that. And That's then, so fucking good. Obviously, one that had a uh, wise pack, like, yeah, you could gamble that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you not? Are you gonna gamble anymore? I would bet my bottom dollar on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> the the cheese. Uh, the I love. I love that. That's another thing that's kind of indicative of that of that era is really ham-fisted like messages. Right. Everything had to be really patriotic after nine eleven. Yeah, you, you you gotta send a message home. Being a bully is bad. No, unless you're doing it to people with oil. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drink eight glasses of water. Drink plenty of milk. Because, yeah. Because <laughs> only. I remember the food pyramid isn't a thing anymore, is it? It is, but it's not effective as, as we thought it was before. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. It, 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 we definitely need to change it. I think they tried to, but everyone just got confused. <laughs> so, yeah. So, eat your fruits and vegetables before add a medium taste. So, <laughs> right uh, but yeah. yeah, okay. So, yeah, I think we should about wrap this up. Um, yeah, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say it's probably a good time to wrap it up before we hit the five hour mark. Right. So, uh. We're not, uh, we're not trying to be that much like Castle Super Bees. No. Fucking. Two <laughs> five hours. Five hour run time. <laughs> two hours is enough. I don't know why they're doing four hours. It's probably because of a bit. I don't get it. It's, it's <laughs> on my, it's on my CSB jingle card. Uh, it's five hour run time. Pat is, uh, misunderstands something that's completely innocuous and thinks it's evil. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, it, so, hey, thanks for uh, listening, guys. Go yeah, ahead yeah, and... thanks, for, thanks for coming back, guys. It's great. It's right. great to be back. I, uh, I'm looking forward to nurturing this, uh, this thing that we've got going on. Right. Because I, I do enjoy doing this. It's fun. It gives me an opportunity to, you know, to spit shit and to talk to people, which is great. Right. And, and honestly, at, at, when this whole thing left, I had no one, like, specifically to talk to except my roommates. It's like the, the same thing over and over again. It, it gets it kind of boring. Uh, <clears throat> so, I, I love my roommates, most definitely, but it's just... <laughs> when you what? It's, it's a thing called quarantine sickness. You get sick being in the same room as a person. But I still love it. Um, uh, so, hey, if you want to keep listening to uh, Something Wicked Podcast, you can go ahead and follow us on uh, on Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can keep listening more on your uh, different devices. You can download us. Uh, go ahead and please, please, please support us. Uh, you can find us on YouTube as well. It's something with your podcast. Uh, you you could definitely listen uh, to thirty minute segments. Uh, I'm, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to be doing a whole entire episodes on YouTube anymore. But you could definitely still get a a, a little taste of us. Just a, just a, just a pinch of salt. But if you have any more questions about our podcast, you can email us at Something Wicked Podcast One at gmail.com. Again, that's Something Wicked Podcast One at gmail.com. And uh, the show is produced. The show is uh, written and produced by Caleb, <laughs> uh, starring Caleb and myself. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of other podcasts, and the credits are the hardest fucking thing because we've said too Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Co-directed uh, by Ryan. Uh, Events portrayed in I, real I, life. I, I sang that. Okay, did you watch that movie trailer I sent before we go? Yes, I have. Okay. Are you 
fucking hyped for that or not. <laughs> I, I I think I've told you before, I don't care for Christmas, but I am excited I, for Christmas I, I, for I, that I hate, movie. I hate Christmas movies. Don't <laughs> get me wrong, I hate Christmas movies. But, like, The Fat Man is a Christmas movie about Mel Gibson as Santa and some spoiled little asshole on his audio list walking dead. That's what I want. Is <laughs> That's literally the best part of American Dad is every time they fight. Santa Claus, and so, so yeah, I love that shit. I I can't, I can't wait for that. No, that no. Oh, it kills me. Mel Gibson is the perfect choice for it too. Right. Because <laughs> who, who who else would be a fitting character? A fitting character for a drunken, crazy, crazed out. Santa? I was gonna say it's fitting that Santa hates Jewish people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God. All right, I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'll talk. Hey, everybody. It's been wonderful. Uh, please continue to listen. All the stuff we said before. It's great. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me at uh, Trouble Always Inbound. It's usually all my tags for that. Uh, and I feel like it's going to come back and bite me one of these days. Somebody's going to find some. Uh, <laughs> somebody will find me. Or somebody will make a fucking Pornhub account with this name. Right. <laughs> like a bunch of degenerate shit. Uh, uh, but that's 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 a strange fear to have. <laughs> <laughs> the fear of someone masturbating to you is always my fear. <laughs> oh no, that's not a that's not a fear of mine. That's oh, a, okay. Uh, we, we don't we don't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, hey. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. And uh, I don't have a Twitter out, so you know this is. Uh, I've got a Twitter. It's. Uh, I, I don't use it though. Right. So you can follow us on Twitter, like I said, and we'll keep you up to date. Uh, but yeah, any uh, goodbyes before we end this out? Um, make sure to drink your Ovaltine <laughs> and put your pocket Power Rangers in the shelves. No. Jesus Christ! Okay, we have to do, we have to do an episode where we just talk about that concept. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 save that for because time. I I'm genuinely starting to think that the whole lore surrounding that again needs to be made. We need to make that a thing. Yeah, <laughs> because it's brilliant. It was a whole character and everything. Oh God. Okay. All right. See you guys. All right.